Hello. Um, I have with me, <laughs> sorry, I have with me Ashley, and um, I want you to introduce yourself. But first, I just want to let everyone know again, this is, um, I'm Amelia of solutionsbyamelia.com, as well as thebusinessofnursing.com. And this anchor station is talking about how life and business intersect and how life and business influence, obviously, all areas of what we do and who we are and how it's really um, a goal to seek balance when you're doing business and going through life because um, Solutions by Amelia, I'm actually shifting to talking about how to do business and entrepreneurship the healthy way. So um, I want um, Ashley to introduce yourself and talk, tell us more about um, how people can reach you and tell us about your blog. Okay. Well, hey, everyone. Um, my name is Ashley Pugh, and I am a blogger for um, BigLittleMommy.com, which that's where you can you can reach me. You can find me at uh, BigLittleMommy.com. Um, I just started the blog earlier this year, so it's only been a few months, but um, I've always had a passion for writing and um thought about doing a blog for years and really just not getting around to it. Um, I'm trying to think what else. That's basically what I do. And then in the process of doing that, um, I'm also a uh, wellness educator and distributor for Young Living Essential Oils. And as of right now, I'm in the process of figuring out how to, or I'm trying to um, combine the two, actually incorporate um, the oil business with my blogging to help uh, to help my readers, but you can pretty much find. Initially, it was geared mainly toward um, other stay-at-home or work-at-home parents, especially moms, because you know that's what I am. Um, but the articles on there, I think, even if you don't have kids, you can kind of relate to some of them. That's some of the feedback that I've been getting. So I talk about anything from homeschooling to topics on you know, family health to, um, uh, of course, the oils. Um, I'm trying to think of some other things that have been on there. Um, topics like um, stay-at-home moms and depression, just, you know, a number of things. And as of right now, I'm trying to work on some more content and get that out there. So that's basically me in a nutshell. Awesome. So, Ashley, what really has one of the things that a lot of things are super interesting to me about you and what you've done in terms of being an advocate for your kids and being an advocate for your family in terms of health. And, you know, hearing you talk about um, concerns that you've researched and, you know, things that you have looked up and your research and becoming an advocate for your kids, I think that more people, I don't want to say nowadays because that makes me sound old, but I think more people um, are becoming, there's a term called a, quote, empowered patient, and uh -huh. I think um, more people in healthcare need to come to peace with the fact that um, people might come into their appointments prepared for a conversation versus being told what to do. So tell me a little bit more about what sparks your interest or passion into the research that you've done, um, and you can be as specific as you feel comfortable to be, to, um, you can be as specific as you feel comfortable, um, but tell me more about, you know, what drove you to do the restart researching, and, um, yeah, tell me more about that. 
Okay. Um, there are a couple of things. And briefly, I'll just say I've had health issues ever since. It, it really started, some of them started back when I was a teenager, um, but then it kind of climaxed when I was in my early 20s, about 23, and I was diagnosed with hypertension. And at the time, I mean, I was younger. I, that just kind of blindsided me. I wasn't overweight. My diet wasn't horrible. Um, the only thing and the only answer that I could get after seeing doctor after doctor after doctor was it's probably just genetic. And then, you know, throughout the years, I would go back for checkups and see specialists, and it was the same thing. And it was the standard, you know, here's some medication, take this. Well, that's great. I still didn't have a why as to why this is happening. And I didn't really like the way I felt. <laughs> well, that was one thing, but let's go back to, oh, yeah, this month it will be two years. So two years ago, I had my daughter, and um, both of my children have struggled with um, problems with allergies, but my daughter, with her, things were a little different. And some things were similar with my son, so I, I saw this, picked up on the signs right away. And, um, of course, talked to my the pediatrician and went to the allergist and whatnot. Well, let me just cut to the chase. She ended up being diagnosed with, um, it's, a, it's a rare disease disorder called F-Pies. The deal with F-Pies is it's somewhat uncommon, although now I'm finding out that um, there are more and more people out there who are talking about it and it's being discussed where I'm thinking it's really not as uncommon um, as you might think. But in, even in the medical industry, it's very uncommon. So within the f community, I mean, it's nothing to hear of um, other parents um, taking their children to a hospital for the first time because of their symptoms or taking them to their pediatrician and the pediatrician not having, you know, not knowing anything about it or, you know, the ER doctors not knowing anything about it. Some of them have never even heard it. When I present this to my pediatrician after, because um, the allergist is the one that diagnosed my daughter, the pediatrician had never even heard of it. And as of right now, she she said, I was told, you know, your child is the only one, is the only patient I've ever had who's allergic to rice. Um, and FPI stands for um, food protein enterocolitis syndrome. So basically... Um, and for each child, it's different. So all children with F5 might not necessarily be allergic to rice. It could be they could have other food triggers. For some kids, they might only have one or two triggers. For my daughter, she had several. And um, after eating, generally it takes a couple of hours. So within two to four hours later is when the symptoms would present themselves. There would be just intense vomiting and then lethargy and um, from that point on, the child would become dehydrated and could go into shock. So for me, I had no other choice than to become, than to do as much research as I could and to become as knowledgeable as I could about FI because even my, you know, some of the doctors that we went to had never even heard of it or didn't have that much information about it. Um, actually, I could tell you of, a, you know, a second doctor I had to take her to an urgent care center one time for something, and that doctor, I mean, she basically treated it and talked about it as if it was a regular allergy. Well, there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, 
I can't give her an EpiPen for that. I can't give her Benadryl for it. It has to run its course, and I have to make sure she's hydrated. If I take her to the ER, you know, they just have to keep her hydrated. There's really nothing you can do. So um, I spent, I've spent the last two years just researching, 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 reaching out to other parents who have experience with this, um, um, talking to my pediatrician because fortunate, not my pediatrician, the allergist that, that my kids see, um, because fortunately she does have some experience with it and is a little knowledgeable about it, um, talking to pediatric GIs about um, FPIs um, or even EOE, which is another something else that they were thinking of testing her for. But um, that's really the point. So two years ago, that's really the point in my life where I just went into, you know, full research mode when it came to the health industry. Um, like I said, I've been interested in it for the, over the past 12 years because I've been trying to research different things even for myself, but um, it really came necessary for me once, you know, it became a matter of my my child's health or really my children because, honestly, I'm looking back, I think my son may have had this, but we we didn't know about it, and that was something else. Um, looking back, he's four years older than her. He had some, some similar symptoms, and we had never heard of it. It didn't even come up with him. It did with her, and so um, I really wanted to find um, more information about not just FPIs, but uh, overall health and wellness in general and how, you know, what I could do to help my family and support my family, you know, myself, my husband, my, my son, <clears throat> excuse me, and my daughter. So that's really where it all started. Awesome. Can you tell me, you mentioned, um, you know, you're reaching out to parents and you're talking about the community related to um, your daughter's challenge. Where are you where are you finding this community? Um, is it are they local groups? Are they online? Tell me more about that. Um, they've really been online. Um, I have not found too many local groups. Um, in here, not that there aren't any, but for time's sake and um, as far as getting having easy access to information, I've mainly found um, communities online. So, for example, there's um, you can go to uh, look up the FPIES Foundation. Um, I was trying to think of the exact website. Um, I think FPIES.org is another one. Um, I would go to different um, parenting websites. Um, and ask, hey, you know, are there any other F5 moms out there? Here's what's going on. You know, I have a, at the time, she was just a few months old. Um, say a nine-month-old baby girl that's uh, um, being treated for f and, you know, what all have you done? Or have any of you experienced this symptom? So I did a lot of research online and found several different communities online. Um, which, yet again, that led to my blogging about that. And even since then, I've had some parents reach out on Instagram and Facebook um, just from putting it out there, saying, hey, this is, you know, this is what we're dealing with. My daughter, Kellen, has F5. Um, and just trying to, you know, just putting it out there and um, helping to spread awareness about it, I guess you could say, and just from that alone, not only have I been reaching out to people, but others have reached out to me. So once you start digging, um, 
you, you know, that's when you'll start finding more and more parents out there who are dealing with the same thing or other organizations that are trying to spread awareness and research about FI. Um, and uh, there are some Facebook groups. So the help is out there, but you just have to kind of uh, dig around and look for it and know where to go. Well, you have said so many amazing things. I don't want to add to it because there's nothing else to say. I just um, really am um, honored that you took the time to share your story with me. And I personally feel that um, nurses especially, uh, because we spend so much time with patients and we are patient advocates, I just would love for more nurses to be aware that, one, um, illness-related, disease-related, patient-related communities exist, and they're vibrant, and there's a sharing of resources, and it's a community support. And I would, you know, love for more healthcare professionals simply to be aware that they exist with the goal of producing content that's easy to be found, that's quality, that's digestible, that, you know, would be something that could support you. So, um Tell everyone again how they could reach you and uh, look you up and um, stay in touch with you. Okay. Well, you can always uh, go to www.biglittlemommy.com um, and find me there, message me there. You can also find me on Instagram uh, as Big Little Mommy. I'm Big Little Mommy on Instagram. And then on Facebook, um, you can find me at on Facebook as Big Little Mommy as well. So this should be pretty easy to remember, Facebook, Instagram. And, um, um, of course, you can even email me. If you're not on social media, then you can email me at um, biglittlemommy at gmail.com. So, awesome. Awesome, yeah. awesome. And one more thing I will say is that, you know, that's one thing that I really love about how our generation um, is growing into our role as, wives and mothers and fathers, you know, we sort of have, in a way, grew up using social media as a communication tool. So um, I go back to the messenger days, <laughs> Facebook Messenger, and, you know, now to see how we're using social media to help mm-hmm. um, find answers for our families, it's just, it's just an interesting thing to see the, um, I don't want to say the evolution, but the evolving of how, you know, we're using this medium. Right. Awesome, awesome. All right, my dear, thank you so much for your time, and um, we'll take care. And, again, this is Amelia of solutionsbyamelia.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram as at rn underscore solutions. And until next time, you all take care. Bye. Thank you, Amy. Bye.